I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Welcome to our time of sharing as we begin this first working day of the week. My name is Miss Wazeji and Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. By his grace, I serve him in Crisco City Church in Kitisuru. I would like us to pray before we share the word which he has for us this morning. Let us pray. Our loving Father, God Almighty, you are the giver of all that we possess, the source of all our blessings. We thank you and praise you. Thank you, O Lord, for the gift of life and salvation. Thank you for your covering and protection of our lives. Father, we pray and ask for the help of the Holy Spirit in our sharing this morning. O Spirit of God, open our understanding and help us to understand and live by the Word of God. Because it doesn't matter how much bread we eat, we need every word that proceeds from the mouth of God to live by. We pray and believe in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The title of our sharing this morning is Working with the Lord. Working with the Lord. We will read some scriptures to help us or guide us through our sharing as we look at this subject, Working with the Lord. Let us open our Bibles and read from the scriptures. First one is the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 28, from verse 18, we read to the end. Matthew, chapter 28, verses 18 to verse 20. Verse 18 says, Then Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Verse 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20, Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Let's look at another scripture in Mark, the Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 16, verses 16. Let's begin from 15, verse 15. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to the end, that is verse 15 to verse 20. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 to 20. Let's read together. Verse 15 says, And he said to his disciples, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16, He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17 and 18, he said, And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. 
they will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they, the sick, will recover. Verse 19. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Verse 20. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs, that is through signs and wonders. Amen. There's a chorus that we sing, uh, maybe you will remember this if you have sung it before, I know most of us have sung it. It says, when he calls me, I will answer. I will be somewhere working for my Lord. Then we come to the version in which we sing, He has called me, I have answered, and I am somewhere working for my Lord. Remember that chorus? We confess it, we sing it. Did you listen to yourself as you pronounced those words? Have you ever given a serious thought about those words which you have sung? Can you take a moment? Let us take a moment and do some serious personal soul searching on the level of our commitment to serving the Lord. He has called me, I have answered. I am somewhere working for my Lord. May we all do this regardless of position held in the church, in the ministry, all the way from church membership to top leadership, admitting that we have various positions and position levels in the ministry. May we check our level of commitment regardless of these whether we hold a position in the church, ministry, or none, he has called us and we have answered. He has called us and we have answered, considering that there's no joy riding into heaven, we wouldn't expect existence of bench warming in the church either. And I say that again, considering that there is no joy riding into heaven, we wouldn't expect existence of bench warming in the church or the body of believers. I am convinced that every believer in the Lord Jesus Christ is called to work, and that is to work with him. We read in uh, Mark chapter 16, verse 15, his command, where he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go into all the world. Now, brethren, one person or only a few people or only those who are in leadership, a handful of them, cannot go into all the world. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 17, he says, 
and these signs will follow them that believe. Listen to that. These signs will follow them that believe. Them that believe. Here, them that believe includes all that believe. Are you not included in the them that believe? And so the command is to all. He didn't say these signs will follow the pastors. He didn't say these signs will follow the bishops. He didn't say these signs will follow evangelists. He didn't say these signs will follow the Bible teachers. He did not even say these signs will follow the deacons and deaconesses. He said these signs will follow them that believe. You and I are included. These signs will follow those who believe. And so as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, is this not relevant to you? As a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, are we not included among the believers? In the Bible, we read that he who wins souls is wise. He that wins souls is wise. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. New King James Version. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. In James chapter 5, verse 19 and 20, we read, Brethren, if everyone, if anyone, sorry, brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. And in the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 12 and verse 3, we read, Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. The flip side of it is undesirable. The flip side of this is undesirable, is a painful thought. Those that save souls, those that win souls are wise. And I said, the flip side of it is undesirable. The name of our church is Crisco. Crisco, Crisco Fellowship. In my self-introduction, I said that by his grace, I serve him in Crisco City Church in Kitisuru. There is a body of believers in Jesus Christ that congregates in the Lord's sanctuary in Kitisuru by the name Crisco City Church. When we say that we are members of Crisco or Crisco Fellowship, we imply that we are in fellowship and working together with Christ. In other words, we are involved in his ministry, working with him. We are Christ's co-workers. Paul states it in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9, that we are God's fellow workers or co-workers 
with God. The understanding here is that we are co-workers or fellow workers with Christ. What an honor to be a worker with the Almighty God. Almighty God, the Creator. And what a responsibility. Yes, a great responsibility in the church or in our daily occupation, we must remember that we are workers together with God. Workers together with God, a responsibility indeed. So how do we present ourselves as those who are working together with God? On Saturday morning, in the time of prayer, Elder Nyandiko, reminded us from the scriptures how whatever we do, we must do it heartily as unto the Lord. Whatever we do, we must do it heartily as unto the Lord, remembering it is to the Lord that we are working as those who are called by him, believers, co-workers with the Lord. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 is the reference scripture. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58, we read that our labor or service in the Lord is not in vain. The service, the ministry, the work that we do, the labor, our labor, our work in the Lord is not without blessing, is not without reward, is not in vain. There is a reward, brethren. Jesus called his disciples saying to them, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. He has called us and we have answered, following him and learning from him, doing as he leads and guides us the way he did to his disciples in the ministry, winning souls, bringing them to the knowledge of God, into the kingdom of God, in obedience to his command, in line with the Great Commission in Matthew 28, verses 19 to 20, which we read. And we have read also the Lord's command in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, as he told them to go and preach the gospel. I go and preach the gospel to all the world. Every creature, everyone needs to hear the gospel. Everyone needs to turn to God away from sin. And verse 16, where he said that whoever does not believe is condemned, but those who believe are saved. Verse 17, we read, he says, these signs will follow them that believe. And we say that we are believers, and so the signs will follow us. When this is happening, we are working with the Lord. We are not working on our own. We are working with the Lord. He is working with us. We are privileged to work with the Lord. And we saw in verse 20 of Mark chapter 16 that they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. They went and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them confirming the word through the accompanying signs, the signs through wonders, the signs through miracles, 
the signs of souls being set free, coming to the knowledge of God as Savior and Lord of their lives. The Bible says that Jesus, after speaking to them, he went, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God the Father. And because he said, Lo, I am with you, behold, I am with you to the end of the age, Jesus is with us today to the end of the age. And so, as they went out and preached, and the Lord worked with them, confirming the word, he is working with those who believe today, confirming the word. This is to say that those who are not going out, those who are not reaching out, those who are not working, there is nothing to confirm. He only confirmed the word. He only confirms the word. He confirms as they work. Yes, he is ready to do that because he has called us to be co-workers with him. And so as members of Christ Fellowship, we are Christ co-workers. We are working with him in his vineyard. What a privilege to work with the Lord of Lords, the Almighty God, the Creator. I would like us to pray, searching our heart, what's the level of our commitment in the ministry, in the working with the Lord. And as I said before, it's not just in the church. It's not just because of the position we have in the church. No. All that we do, let us do it heartily as unto the Lord. The work in the church and our everyday occupation, handling people, maybe in our businesses, maybe talking to people out there. Maybe we are teachers and teaching, and we're teaching various subjects, not the Bible only. We are handling students, we're handling children, we're handling people, business people, we're handling customers and clients and so on. In offices, administration, we're handling colleagues and so on. Let us do all that we do as unto the Lord. We are working with the Lord. And as we go to pray, our desire that we pray and ask the Lord to forgive us and remove from us the spirit of laxity where we have not worked and walked in the manner worthy of our calling with which he has called us, as it is written in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. May the Lord have mercy and help us, forgive us and help us. Have we done our best for Jesus? We would ask that question. He who died for us on a cruel tree, considering his great sacrifice on Calvary, is he satisfied with the level of our commitment to his calling upon our lives? How many are the lost souls that we have lifted? How many are the chained that we have helped to free? Let's remember that we are working with the Lord. Let us remember those people who are in areas that they are not able to receive the word of God, maybe because of the environment or the kind of uh, um, area that they are, that they are cut off from the word of God. They are not reached by the gospel somehow. Some are in areas where they are cut off because of the pandemic, the COVID-19, and so they are not getting the word. Let us pray remembering also the sick in hospitals, 
those whom we know and those whom we may not personally know, may the Lord reach them, touch them and heal them, make them whole for the testimony to glorify his holy name. Let us remember also those who are seeking for employment or those who are venturing into business to earn a living that the Lord will come through for them. We will also remember to pray for the state of education in our land, in our country, which has been affected by the, the pandemic, that the Lord will help the students not to panic, but to be able to cope and be at peace with the decision that the government has taken to start next year. We will also pray for the church leaders that with the return to church, the laid down measures by the Minister of Health will be appreciated and observed. Let us pray also that those who have been affected by COVID-19, either directly or indirectly, those who have been found to be affected and are being treated, that the Lord will come through for them. Let us pray also that God will bring an end to this pandemic. Let us pray that believers will not allow room for the fear that sends away or closes out faith in God, that we shall remain in our faith in God. Let us pray that the Spirit of God will help us to walk worthy of the calling that he has called us, that we are co-workers with God and desire to see the kingdom of God increase as people get saved and the kingdom of the devil decrease because God is saving his people. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you that we are co-workers with you. Thank you for giving us the privilege to work with you. Thank you for giving us, oh God, opportunity to learn of you. We pray, oh my God, that you'll forgive us where we have been careless, where we have been lax, and we did not do what we ought to have done at the right time. Lord Jesus, you gave your all for us. Help us, oh my God, to serve you at all costs, oh God. Help us, oh Lord, to remember that you gave your all. Help us, O oh God, to have a heart for sinners, to have a heart for those who are lost, to have a heart desiring to bring them to your knowledge, O oh God, that many will be brought from the claws, will be set free from the claws of Satan and set free and given new life in Jesus Christ. Help us, O oh my God, that we shall not take these things lightly. We shall not enjoy your blessings alone. We will desire to share with those who are outside the faith that they may come to know you too, O oh God. We want to remember, O oh God, those who are stigmatized and feel discriminated, experiencing the effects of pandemic, which they do not know. They have no idea how long it's going to last. O oh God, we are praying, remembering also the sick, that you will touch and heal them, O oh God. Make them whole by the power of your word, by the power of your hand, by the power of the blood of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying, remembering those who are seeking for employment and those who are venturing into business, Lord, that you'll come through for them, that your name will be glorified as they testify of your goodness. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We want to remember also, O oh God, the state of education in our land. Lord, the many students who are downhearted, 
Some are getting so stressed because of the long waiting. Lord, I'm praying that you will help the students, the learners from all levels, from the lowest to the highest. Oh God, to keep holding on, to know that something good is working out for them because all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. May the people of the faith of God not be moved by this change in the program caused by the pandemic. I'm praying, oh God, for the leaders of the church of Jesus Christ, that we shall, oh God, do as we ought to do to glorify your name, even remembering the measures that are placed there as we return to church. Lord, I'm praying that you will help those who are still looking for the equipment, the things that are desired, that are required, oh God, the washing of hands, the thermogun, maybe a place to isolate those who need to be isolated. And Lord, I'm praying above all against the spirit of stigmatization that none will feel stigmatized when they are found to be isolated. Lord, that your name will be glorified as your people come to church. And Lord, that we will adhere to these measures, that your name will be glorified. Praying, O oh God, for those who are not able to hear the word because of some various reasons that they will, your Holy Spirit will penetrate and reach them. Someone will reach them with the word of God, even through uh, online communication, Lord. Even as we do these days, that many will receive the word of God. And may the kingdom of God increase as many souls get saved. We thank you and bless you. We give you glory. Thank you because you know our heart, O oh God. And you know the things that take, put us down and the things that excite us and lift our spirits up. But you are the lifter of our head. We shall not look into the world where there is no hope. We shall look to God, who is our hope. In every situation, however bad, we shall look to God because he is our hope. Lord, help us to lift our eyes and look to you, even in bad situations, because in the world and inside us, there is no hope, but in you there is hope. Thank you that we have hope in you. We bless you and we give you glory. Blessed be your name forever. Thank you. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen. Go in faith and serve the Lord as you begin your day today and throughout the week, the week remain blessed. Stay focused and work all things knowing it is unto the Lord you are doing it. Amen.